All right. So today I'm going to talk about a series that is a manga series. Now I don't read a lot of manga. Uh, the few the few manga I have read have been pretty interesting, and this is definitely I think the series that I've read the most of. And I it's the only manga series that I bought multiple volumes of. I have a few one shot manga sort of um, books. But I didn't really buy a series until this uh, one caught my attention. And it's also one of the things that kind of finally got me to get into anime. So today I'm going to talk about One Punch Man. Now One Punch Man is a comedy series written by the manga artist One. And One actually isn't known for his artwork. The artwork was actually done by the spectacular... Uh, I'm probably going to butcher this. I think his name is Yasuke Murata. Uh, he did a football series called I Shield 21. And he does the art for One Punch Man 2. And it is by far the best manga artwork I've ever seen. It's just wild. Now, the uh, story of One Punch Man is it's kind of a parody of the superhero genre. It is set in a alternate world that is constantly beset by monsters. And some of these monsters are just people that kind of got turned into monsters through some sort of mysterious force or something, or people who are intentionally turning themselves into monsters, or just like kind of um, monsters that appeared out of nowhere. They're usually representations of things like um, the sea and earth and air and things like that. And the monsters aren't really the important part, although I absolutely love the designs. All of the monster designs are extremely wacky and ridiculous and extravagant. One of them is just a giant crab man, but his lower body is just a, a guy's legs with like underwear on. And it's really, he's called Crablante. And that kind of sets the tone for the series right there. It's, it absolutely knows what it is. It's just this really goofy, weird parody and the main character is the perfect example of that idea. His name is Saitama, which is actually a region of Japan. And Saitama is a... Uh, he is a guy who is just a hero for fun. He does, hero, he does super heroics as a hobby. And the problem is, is one day he kind of quit his job because he hated his job and he like thought that what he was doing was pointless. And he decided to kind of a kind of try and go for his childhood dream of being a superhero. But now the problem is is he somehow and no one knows how became too powerful and his power uh increased to the point where he kills pretty much any opponent in a single punch. He can launch himself into space by jumping high enough. He can breathe in space if he holds his nose and mouth which is pretty funny uh it's very ridiculous and the way he gained his power is 100 sit-ups 100 push-ups and run 10 kilometers every day which in the real world is actually below what olympic athletes do for their daily workout which is pretty funny so he kind of slowly uh, makes a few friends and the series is kind of about him trying to climb the ranks of the bureaucratic, kind of corrupt hero organization, which has turned superheroics into almost like they're kind of like celebrities to the point where they, they constantly talk about how the kind of Superman of this world, 
a hero by the name of Ami Mask, has numerous movie deals, and he's like a supermodel in his spare time. And they he like they make jokes where he like has a pop music album, stuff like that. Like superheroes don't have secret identities in this world because they don't need them. They're considered celebrities. I mean, they're considered you know heroes. Uh, all of the superheroes are also very goofy and ridiculous in their costumes and designs. One of my favorites is Atomic Samurai, which is just a dude dressed like an old-fashioned style samurai, and he always has like a piece of weed in his mouth that he's like munching on. And he just slat he his he's somehow managed to be like one of the most powerful superheroes of all time, but literally all he does is he just has a sword and he uses it really well, and his his special power is called Atomic Slash and he like slashes something with a billion times. Anyways, what I like about this series is there is kind of this this running element that is this sort of um, I guess you could say dark undercurrent, where there's actually like a surprising amount of kind of, I guess you could say, like, satire throughout the series. A lot of the series is actually not about fighting giant monsters and saving the world. It's more about how this character, Saitama, despite obviously having these talents and having these powers and, you know, being the most capable superhero of all time, he doesn't get any respect. The people that he, um, the people that kind of the world has entrusted itself to you know the superheroes constantly fight each other and squabble with each other uh, one of my favorite characters in the series her name is fubuki uh, she's also called miss blizzard she is an absolute tyrant at the start of this series she her entire goal is so there's different classes of heroes there's class c heroes b heroes a heroes and s heroes and you kind of slowly go up the ranks now, Saitama, and the joke is, Saitama broke every single record for the um, physical exam to get, into this, to get into the Hero Association, but he completely bombed the written test because Saitama actually isn't very smart, and also he, like, is very apathetic. And uh, he kind of... Uh, he decides to just go into the, the C rank, even though he's very much like an S rank hero. And Fubuki lives in kind of the B rank, and she is number one of the B rank, and she purposely kind of prevents people from going beyond her. And she even has like a posse of a lot of other B rank heroes that have joined her up, and I think they're, they call themselves like the Blizzard Gang or something like that. It's kind of really goofy. And she's kind of created this like cult of personality around herself to some extent and it's pretty good i I really like her character i also like how she kind of changes because she meets saitama and that kind of puts her down the path of becoming much less of a jerk and much more of just like she she chills out a lot throughout the series and it's a very cool it's a good character arc for her and that's really what that's what kept me reading the series is there i mean there's a lot of really ridiculous scenes in here where like the main character literally punches down mountains and like moves faster than the speed of sound and all that uh, i would argue that saitama is probably like a beyond superman power character but what keeps you reading it and what makes it a a good series is the character arcs and the characters and all that are really really compelling so 
For an example, Saitama, the main character, he is a superhero because he wants to be. And he's actually frustrated because he wants a challenge. Uh, later on in the series, he eventually fights an opponent that actually does give him somewhat of a challenge. And it's all about how, like, he, you know, he, he wants a challenge and he, he feels very apathetic in his life. And he's trying to find a meaning for what he does. And he gets that meaning from knowing that he's helping people. But it's more than that. He he wants something like within himself. Uh, it's I guess you could say it's like an allegory for something like or allegory or whatever. I it's something like depression, perhaps, or just the idea of like life kind of grinding people down. I know there there was one debate where apparently there is a a Japanese philosopher who kind of posited that the reason why the modern era is seeing more mental illness uh his theory which i don't know if it's been like discredited or what but i do think it's interesting is he said that the human brain is wired for challenge you know we came from a primordial world where we were not the top of the food chain uh monsters or i guess in this case wild animals constantly were attacking humans and humans had to spend all of their time either finding food or hunting things down or keeping things from hunting them. And in our modern era, the challenges that we face are often not things that we can take head on. And that causes people to become a lot more stressed. And he, he basically has said that like the, the, the challenges that we face have changed so much that we don't have like a reference point on how to, take them on and how to you know solve our own problems and that like results in a feeling of inadequacy and you know a feeling of helplessness and i think that that may be part of the inspiration for one punch man because i mean this is a series where the main character can defeat any monster he wants but his real problem is the people around him don't respect him don't believe that he's that powerful constantly put him down uh there there's one scene where you know he he like saves the day and then it destroys a bunch of homes and all the people get super mad that their homes were destroyed he's like i don't i can't fix this everyone everyone hates me even though i saved the day and like there was nothing he could do to stop the destruction and it that's kind of the spin on the superhero genre that i really find interesting because obviously the superhero genre is very much something that's popular right now. And it's something that for a long time people have tried to kind of like change. And I guess you could say revitalize, but I don't know if that really fits. Because, I mean, superhero comics are still selling well. The Marvel movies are doing amazingly well. Uh, at some point I'll have to talk about the Avengers movie and probably Endgame. But that's for another podcast. Uh, anyways. I just think that... If you want a superhero story that really does something different, One Punch Man is a very good way to go. It is a surprisingly fascinating story. Uh, once you look past a lot of the goofy silliness that is very much present, for example, there's a running joke where uh, a lot of characters get their clothes ripped off, and it's usually the male characters, and they off they often end up just walking around like naked, and they're like, "What? It's I." I got attacked. Like, it's just really dumb. But 
uh, once you look past the goofiness, there actually is a very strong kind of center to this story that I did not expect and really drew me in. Uh, another aspect that this story touches on a little bit, but not very much, is the idea of um, people don't care about the police because superheroes exist, but the police are still necessary, which I think that's a super interesting concept that I'd love to see more of kind of explored. Um, and just, I don't know, just there's so many little bits and little moments in this series that are really interesting and compelling. And uh, at some point, I really do want to uh, watch or read uh, one's other big well-known work, which is called Mob Psycho 100. I've heard that that is a very, very good story. And I know some people have said that they, they think that it's like one of their favorite anime ever made. Uh, I think I watched like one episode of it, and I thought the art style was really interesting. It's very different from what you kind of expect from anime, I guess you could say. The, it's kind of like this very... Uh, messy style I don't really know how to explain it but it's it's very unique looking I'll say that um, but yeah I do think if you want something different from the, a superhero style story uh, one, and you also want something that is kind of a comedy and kind of something a little bit deeper One Punch Man is a very unique very interesting story uh, it's not perfect. There are, I think, sometimes it leans a little too heavily on the jokes. And there are uh, some moments that I think are just kind of really weird and bizarre for the sake of being weird and bizarre. But again, if you can look past the goofy parts, you'll find something pretty good in there. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you have a nice day.